0: You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Certified Women's Health and Adult Nurse Practitioner and Hormone Specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, mama, and a nan of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal where we help high-achieving businesswomen accomplish overall health and wellness for their bodies and themselves through disrupting the status quo of women's health. We do this by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocates through providing impactful and valuable content for them so that they can feel empowered and informed when making health decisions for their own bodies in a non-judgmental and not too sciencey way. All right, ladies. So I hope that this finds you having had a wonderful, healthy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day late, that is, because I always record after the holiday. But anyways, I enjoyed it with my family, took my mama down to visit her great grandkids and we had a fantastic time. The kids went swimming and it was fun because I got to see, you know, my mom got to see the grandkids and all that kind of good stuff. So today I wanted to talk with you about, hang on, I'm just trying to adjust the volume here. Give me a second. You know, I do this live, so I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing when I'm doing it. All right. So today I wanted to talk to you about... Hormonal causes of hair loss, because I get a lot of topics around hair loss and I get a lot of patients, especially my women patients who come in and who are always complaining about hair loss or, you know, are worried and frustrated with it because as women, you know, hair loss, even the slightest little bit affects how we feel about ourselves. So here's the thing, ladies, about 55% of women experience some hair loss by the age of 70. The most common cause is female pattern baldness. This is an inherited condition and it's characterized by gradual thinning of your hair, which may be noticeable as a widening part or a ponytail that feels less lofty than it used to be, according to the Mayo Clinic, that is. Generally, humans shed between 50 to 100 single hairs per day. Okay. So we have to put this in context because, you know, when we're brushing our hair and we see a lot in the hairbrush, know that Every single day, you lose anywhere between 50 to 100 single hairs. So that is normal. Anything above 125, and I'm not saying that we sit here and we count hair strands each and every day out of our brush because we don't, but more than 125 is starting to go into the hair loss department area, okay? Hair shedding is a part of natural balance. Some hairs fall out while others grow in. When the balance is disrupted, however, this is when hair falls out and less hair grows in. And this is where that whole cycle starts to happen. And hair loss is different than hair shedding. The medical term for hair loss is alopecia. And we hear that a lot when, you know, we're talking about male pattern baldness, but it also affects females. Because ladies, female pattern baldness or female pattern hair loss, I should say, not baldness. Sorry about that, I was just talking about male hair baldness is the most common type of hair loss in women, and it can concur and it can occur for a variety of hair types and for different reasons. Sometimes it can be triggered by a change in hormone levels, or can be a genetic sensitivity to certain hormones. In other cases, factors such as stress, thyroid issues, weight loss, and even environmental factors can all have an effect on our hairline. Okay, so What women experience hair loss? We may be asking. Well, I'd like to say any woman, but there are a few that are in particular to this. And here's the thing. Women who are older than 40, women who have just had babies, women who have had chemotherapy and those who have been affected by other medications, women who often have hairstyles that are pulled up like in a bun or a tight braid, or they do braiding with their hair, or they use harsh chemicals on their hair. And of course, peri and postmenopausal women. And we're going to be talking about these. So now I wanted to tell you, okay, what are the types of hair loss? So there's three, there's angin efflovium, telogen efflovium, and female patterned hair loss. All right. So let's go to the first one and antigen efflovium. This is caused by medications that poison a growing hair follicle, like chemotherapy. All right. Telogen efflovia This is caused by an increased number of hair follicles reaching the telogen phase, which is the stage where hair falls out. You see telogen effluvium most predominantly after pregnancy and in stress-related situations because stress is what causes this telogen effluvium and the stress of pregnancy and the loss of hormones after you give birth, all of that can cause telogen. The last one is androgenic alopecia or female pattern alopecia, or female pattern hair loss. This is the type that is the most common. Hair thins over the top of the head and on the sides, and you may see that thinning, okay? Hormonal imbalance is one of the most common culprits of this type of hair loss, and this is where it can happen. It can happen when there's a, time that there's a drop in estrogen and or progesterone that causes the hair to grow slower and thinner, Secondly, it can also happen during the peri and the postmenopausal phase because this is a time when we see a, a you know a constant decline in the levels of estrogen and progesterone. And when we see a constant decline and they're not coming back up to normal, this then ladies triggers an increase androgen, an increase in our androgen levels, which is a male dominant hormone. All right? So, high levels of DHT an androgen and a byproduct of testosterone can shrink your hair follicles and shorten the growth cycle of our hair. Growing hair tends to become thinner and more brittle. So what happens is during the menopause, during the peri and the postmenopause, hair might become finer and thinner because the hair follicles shrink due to a trigger in lowering of estrogen and progesterone and sometimes an increase in testosterone because of that inverse ratio. Hair grows more slowly and falls out more easily in this case. So sometimes if it's appropriate, hormone replacement therapy may help with this, although it's not a medically approved source for increasing hair growth. It's another thing that you can talk about and keep in your arsenal when you talk to your medical provider for it. And we're going to be talking about other issues that cause hair loss as well. But hormones are the most common cause of hair loss in both men and in women. Okay, and as we talked about earlier, the hormone that is responsible for hair loss is dihydrotestosterone, known as DHT. It's a hormone that your body produces, ladies, as a byproduct of testosterone. So, what happens is in this condition, the hair you lose is often gone permanently sometimes because DHT reduces the size of the hair follicle. Unlike the male pattern hair loss, women don't experience a receding hairline, but more importantly, instead, they notice a greater thinning of the hair, okay? So you can also see this type of hair loss with PCOS because the hair loss is one of the symptoms experienced with PCOS because PCOS, as we talked about before in other episodes, is where the testosterone level in those women happens to be higher, okay? People with PCOS may notice that their hair breaks off much more easily, and that it doesn't grow back as faster, and they may experience thinning or frequent shedding of the hair. Okay, this is most effect. the most effective solution to be done is to balance the hormones if you have PCOS. And again, you can talk to your medical provider if you seem to suffer from this as well, and different things that you can do, all right? So common treatments and supplement for hair loss that is caused by hormones is you can use minoxidil that's you know been around for a long time it's a topical medication that helps move up the hair to the growth phase quickly and it works by stimulating the blood flow to your hair other meds that can be used but that are not approved include spironolactone and spironolactone is an antiandrogen that lowers production of testosterone in your body which in turn lowers DHT levels okay So you can kind of see that there's different things. Spironolactone is often given to people too who have an increase in testosterone or women who have PCOS or women who have a lot of acne to help block that testosterone conversion to DHT, okay? Because there's good testosterone and there's bad testosterone. Not that DHT is bad, but it's the culprit that causes a lot more problems, all right? So now that we talked about some of the hormonal things and imbalances that can cause hair loss. And we talked about some of the different stages of what hair loss can be, and that it's common in women of all ages, but we see this in certain populations. Now let's talk about other causes of hair loss because the other causes of hair loss usually take precedence a lot of times over hormonal things, but hormone imbalances can happen at any age ladies. Okay. And can cause hair loss. So there's other potential like things I just said for hair loss, besides hormonal. So one of them can be physical or emotional stress. And we talked about that earlier called effluvium. It's a temporary hair loss condition, again, ladies, that affects the hairline. The hair is forced to undergo the telogen phase or the last phase in the hair growth cycle. The hair tends to fall out before the replacement regrows back in. Usually this occurs two to three months after the stressful event. Okay, so I try to tell my ladies too when we're talking about stress, and when you're talking about again, when we have when you've heard the term that I talked about before is adrenal fatigue too. Most of the time, when you're going through a stressful situation, ladies, your body is ready to adapt to it, and you're not going to notice signs or symptoms of stress while you're usually going through it. You tend to feel those symptoms. Like a month, two months, three months down the road. And again, here is when you start to notice that the hair may fall out is after a stressful event, after a pregnancy. Okay. So you want to try to manage your stress and you want to try to cut off stressors. So here's the thing I made a great freebie for you that you can go to. We'll link it in the show notes here, but you can also go to the episode, episode 175 page, and it's called 25 Simple. Ways to reduce stress for the high achieving businesswoman. So, here's the thing, ladies most of us are high achieving businesswomen that I talk to and that I coach with. So, they're doing, a, you know, you guys are doing a lot of things. You, I mean, you guys, you're busy, you're taking care of your families, you're working a career, you're working a job, you know, you're making good money, and you're just doing it all. And you don't realize how much stress you're under. So it's not that we're going to be able to cut out all forms of stress. Like I've talked about before, we just need to find ways to reduce stress. So I gave you a, it's a really great little infographic that you can just download as a PDF and just read it and keep it on hand things to do, you know, because sometimes we fall into a rut and we just, okay, we're going to just do this to reduce stress. But you know, if you find other things and alternative ways and funner things, then you're never falling into a rut. So I thought I'd give you 25 that you can choose from. Okay. So. Other things that you can do with this physical or emotional stress is to number one, get enough sleep, like we talked about exercise because that reduces stress. Do recreational activities like hobbies and or meditate. Meditate does not have to be for hours on end. Meditation can be just a simple five minute, you know, put on a bide or some calm app and just for five minutes, you know, listen to something calm, close your eyes. So that can be a great form of meditation. Other things, number two are medical conditions like Thyroid problems. Thyroid problems usually when hair loss fall is because of thyroid. Once the issue is corrected or this, the problem is corrected with your, whether you have hyperactive or you have hypoactive, usually the hair loss can be managed after that. So it's usually temporary. And one once the underlying condition, like I said, is treated, the hair usually tends to grow back. So don't dismay if you have medical conditions like thyroid issues because they can be changed. Again, Anemia and/or iron deficiency anemia can cause hair loss, and causes the same type of thinning as hormonal hair loss and telogen Okay, making it easy to assume that this type of hair loss is a result of a hormonal imbalance or stress, when really it's coming because you have reduced iron. Iron iron deficiencies can occur for numerous reasons, ladies, from a poor diet that's lacking in nutrients to a range of intestinal diseases, and many women experience iron loss during their period making this form of hair loss quite common in women who have menorrhagia, women who have a lot of hormonal disruption through the perimenopause and or through the menopause when your your period is changing, okay? And so you can kind of see how our hormones play a factor in almost every aspect of our lives and can cause things to go awry this way or that way. So we're striving not for perfection, ladies, with our hormones, we're striving for a balance, And all the things that we do internally and externally are going to help bring that homeostasis into play, okay? And you can't just work on the outside and not work on the inside. Vice versa, you can't just work on the inside and not work on the outside. It's a totality. And we talked about this last time. You have to look at your health in a total form, not in parts and pieces or compartments. You have to look at it from the whole thing. So you have to work on the inside as well as working on the outside, all right? So here's things that you can do. You can load up on, you know, iron rich foods. You can take an iron supplement, you know, and you don't have to necessarily take it every day, depending on what your iron stores are. And again, you're going to want to go see your medical provider if you have hair loss and you're going to want to have it worked up to find out, is there any underlying pathological thing that is causing, you know, the hair loss? Because if there is, then there's other things to do. Okay. Just don't assume, you know, go get the workup first and make sure that everything is checking out fine. And then after that, you can, pl- you can implement different strategies as needed. Okay. Because it's simple to find out if you have iron deficiency anemia, it's simple blood test, a CBC. Okay. Lack of vitamins and trace elements can be another reason why you have hair loss. For example, vitamin C is essential for building collagen, the connective tissue in your hair follicles. Okay. Vitamin B promotes healthy skin and hair, as well as the body's metabolism. And vitamin E is loaded with antioxidant, which contributes to a healthy scalp. So there's lots of things that you can do that you need to look at in order to determine like where is the hair loss possibly coming from, okay? Like I said, I always tell my patients, you always want to get checked out first, you know, through lab and through other things. Check this, check that, check your hormones, check your thyroid, check your comprehensive metabolic to look at your vitamins and your minerals of the things that you can check your vitamin B. And then if all of that is fine, then you can say, okay, here's some other things that I need to do. So now I want to talk to you about other ways of preventing or aggravating hair loss, Depending, no no matter what is going on. One of them is avoid pulling your hair in tight braids or ties because this causes you to have hair breakage and it can cause you to have hair loss, either from the scalp or from part of the hair, okay? Wear hats or scarves to protect your hair from the sun or during windy days. The sun can cause damage to the scalp as well as it can give you a sunburn on the scalp and sometimes it can even cause your hair to become dry and brittle. Okay. Avoid heat-based equipment such as curling irons, like on high high hot settings or styling irons or blow dryers on high. Turn them down to a little bit warmer of a setting. Okay. And then also use gentle non-toxic hair products. Okay, that are gonna help your hair grow, stimulate your scalp. You know, you can always give yourself a scalp massage is always really good. You can always do a mask to your scalp, you know, make sure your hair is not too greasy. Be washing it with gentle stuff so that you're not, you know, cleansing away all the good nutrients that your scalp needs. Okay, and there's definitely supplements. Like I said, you can take vitamin C, vitamin B, there's collagen supplements that are really great that you can take. I do garden for life, I do their collagen powder every single day. A scoop in my morning coffee. Or, my, or I put it in yogurt, or I put it in oatmeal because it helps me with my skin and with my nails. And I ch- make sure that I you know, brush my hair really good. I distribute the oils. I give myself a hair massage. You know, I don't use harsh chemicals on my hair and I do not wash my hair every single day. I wash it like every other day to prevent, you know, over excessive drying, drying, and using all those products. Sometimes you need to treat, you know, you need to condition your scalp to not be washed so much because washing it too much can either dry it out or cause it to be over excessively oil. And if you have excessively oil hair, you can always just do some dry shampoo on the days in between, but make sure you're getting a good dry shampoo that isn't really to have a lot of toxic ingredients. And then definitely eat right, sleep well, hydrate, and do all the good things besides That you need to do every day that's going to help with hair loss. So let me just summarize what we've talked about today, giving you a lot of different things today. So we're talking about common causes of hair loss. We talked about that 55% of women will experience some form of hair loss by the age of 70. Okay. We talked about what is normal hair loss. That's 50 to hundred single hairs per day. Then we talked about, you know, what you know, female hair, female pattern hair loss is the most common type. We talked about women that can have hair loss more pronounced than other women. But I think that all women can, you know, get a form of hair loss, but there's a there's some groups. We talked about that. We talked about the different types of hair loss, androgeny flovium, telogeny flovium, and female pattern hair loss. Then we dove into hormonal hair imbalances and testosterone especially and how that can help you know cause hair loss we need to look at that how menopause affects us then we also looked at you know different products medical products that you can use and then we also looked at other causes of hair loss about emotional stress you know medical conditions deficiencies and you know in our iron and vitamins and supplements that we can take so it was a lot for a little teeny episode, but I hope that you got something from that ladies. And I want to just say, you know, thank you again so much for listening. Thank you for, you know, giving us these topics that you want to hear, you know, people write in and it gives me great joy to talk about the things that they want to talk about because sometimes I run out of ideas and I like to know what it is that you want to hear. So again, thank you to the community for wanting to hear this topic on different types of hair loss. So again, ladies, you know, please follow us over on Instagram at Network. Please come over and like us, you know, join our group at Well Woman 360 on Facebook, follow, her, follow the podcast over on Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, hit the share button. You know, if you know of any girlfriends, high achieving businesswomen that are always, you know, you know, kind of go, 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 and really need to learn and want to optimize their health, pass on, you know, pass on our, our, our podcast to anybody that you think any other woman in your life that you think would be a great fit for us. We'd love that. Please leave us a rating and review. It really does help us. Also again, continue to leave us topics that you want to hear. And you know on our podcast page at wowonetwork.com, and if you go to the podcast page, there is a place on there if you scroll down that you know if you want to send us a topic, there's a form there that you can just fill out and tell us different topics that you want to hear. And while you're there, don't forget to go to our membership page and get on our membership waitlist, okay? that'll be coming out in a couple months. And don't forget that I gave you a freebie today, 25 Simple Ways to Reduce Stress. So you can either go to the podcast page, episode 175 on our main website, or you can go to the show notes and you can grab the link there and just look at different ways so that you can reduce stress. Because when we reduce stress, ladies, we reduce the number two way, which is telogeniflobium. Okay. We know there's hormonal, but then there's also that telogeniflobium and we can control some of that. All right. So there you have it before my dog starts going crazy as she heard a gunshot outside. Ladies, I love you and thank you for listening. And as you know, I always say, may God richly bless your week and until next week. Bye for now.